welcome to our Legal on Air Summer Special Podcast. My name is Moni and I'm happy that you're listening to our super interesting podcast today. As you know, we introduce you in this podcast to different country desks. And today we are talking about the special cooperation with Israel. The German-Israel trade relationships run deep and whereas Made in Germany has an excellent reputation in Israel, no German company can afford to ignore the products, creations and developments from the over 6,000 startup companies of Israel, which makes it the top startup nation of the world. To ensure that cross-border business runs smoothly, Deloitte Germany's Israel Desk has a team of 27 experts to provide you with advice and support in all aspects and services that Deloitte Germany provides, be it tax, consulting services, risk advisory, financial or legal services. Likewise, Deloitte Israel has a dedicated team of experts that focus on the needs German and Israel companies have when working together. It is in this context that I am honored to have with me Dr. Matthias Reif, M&A and corporate expert for Deloitte Legal Germany and head of Deloitte Germany's Israel Desk, and Tal Chen, corporate finance partner and co-leader of Deloitte Catalyst at Deloitte Israel to talk about the country-specific characteristics, challenges, and opportunity. So, hey, both. Thank you for joining our Coup podcast today and taking your time to talk with me about this important topics. Hi, Moni. Hi, Moni. So today you're giving us an insight into the German-Israel business relationship in Deloitte Germany's Israel Country Desk. And if I may jump right into the subject matter, what are the particular challenges and core elements in your daily advisory practice in the German-Israeli context? Well, if I may start, I think one element is communication. We obviously have differences in the way that we communicate between you know, ourselves and, and, and obviously especially between people from, from different countries, that it is essential when cutting a deal, when doing business, that you not only understand the words, but actually how people communicate and, and what they mean when they say so. Second thing, obviously, is important to help the client to understand the specific legal, tax, commercial, etc. differences between the countries. As you may know, especially Israel is a more Anglo-American country, has a lot of similarities with the United States and Great Britain, whereas Germany, obviously, is a Central European country with different roots in, for example, their legal business and helping people from both countries to understand what the differences are and how to overcome them. That's what we do. Thanks, Matthias. So if I can add, so Israeli exports to Germany are focused mainly on a high-tech solution. And this solution includes both services and mainly software, which help the digital transformation of the German corporation and the industry itself. We at Deloitte help bridging the discussion between leading German corporation and state-of-the-art Israeli startup to enable the relationship and reach positive results. And as Matthias mentioned, finding the right company and the right partner is key. So we have a strong team tasked with building the network and knowing personally a large share of the Israeli innovation ecosystem. 
This allows us to help companies pick the right partners. And Tal, just to add on that, as you said, given what, what products in the sense are coming from, from Israel to Germany, a lot of software, technology, innovative solutions, just by way of example, you know, data protection, something that, you know, <laughs> the, the Germans are quite, quite, you know, interested in, to say the least. There are a lot of things here where you, people who, who, are, who are not in the, in the subject matter would think that they're huge problems. It's more the opposite. Israel is, from the European perspective, a trusted country, which advantages over any other country, such as like the United States, for example, when it comes to transferring personal data. Thank you, Matthias. Thank you, Tal. So, so there are always not good times or good or positive aspects. There are also pitfalls. Can you tell us about if there are any particular pitfalls that one should be aware of if we're thinking about this topic? Yes. And again, it comes back to what we said earlier regarding communication. It's not only that, that we're here, we're talking, you know, between people from different countries, different cultural backgrounds, but especially in the, in the Israeli-German ecosystem, we're often talk, having a situation where we have German corporations talking to Israeli startup companies. Now, that itself is already an interesting situation. Putting that in the, in the German-Israeli perspective, it makes it even more difficult. So we often have the situation, Israeli startup companies speaking to a German corporation, Israeli startup companies saying, hey, we had a great discussion. We have cut a deal. We come over next week and we're going to be putting in the software into your system. The German corporation goes back, whoa, 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 hold it, hold it, hold it. You know, we first need to talk to that guy, to that guy, we need to make a decision paper, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of frustration often when it comes to that situation. And obviously we need to help here. Yeah, as Matthias mentioned, you know, putting cooperation and startup at the same room is always challenging. And German cooperation oftentimes are conservative in terms of uh, implementing solution from uh, early stage uh, supplier. And uh, it is thus needed to find companies and teams that have experience uh, with or from big corporation who can help move one step forward towards a collaboration. And on the other end, Israeli startup often look to run for a quick POC, prove their solution and go into implementation immediately. This conflict with the rightful caution nature of the German corporation. And this is why we work to stipulate a clear process in the engagement details so that everyone is on the same page and everyone shares the same view on the process. In Israel, we say that when a German team meeting an Israeli startup team and they would like to set the next meeting, so the German team is open the calendar while the Israeli team is looking on the watch. <laughs> <laughs> really that, like that, that. That's a good one. I remember that one. <laughs> I really like that. So you can see um, or you can tell there are also a few cultural challenges you have to uh, get along with. But uh, if you're talking about this theory and complex ecosystem, can you tell us about a specific case? How did you solve the problem, for example? So maybe it's more easy for the people or the listeners to understand that better. Yeah, well, Just by way of example, we, we once had a situation, an Israeli uh, technology company that had 
an amazing IP protected product that a German fund was interested in. The German fund was willing to invest a very decent nine-digit amount. And the, the issue here was, obviously, the fund was very keen to secure the management of the Israeli company, to not secure the IP alone, but, but the people trying to get them incentivized staying on, whereas the Israeli company had issues in getting too much control in and the way how they want to run the business. Now, leaving aside all the legal aspects to that, which, again, you know, if you do that long enough and, and you know your way around, you can, you can find a solution to, to every issue here. It was key in that situation to find the right balance of sticks and carrots for the, the Israeli management team, good lever, bad lever provision. Some people listening here may, may know what that is. To incentivize the people, the management to stay on board at the same time, securing the interest of the fund that the value of the, the company that they acquired would stay on. So what would be your recommendation to our listeners who are interested in becoming active in Israel and vice versa, of course, for Israeli companies becoming interested in Germany? Well, let's start with the German company. So a German company, be a corporation, startup, whatever, wanting to do business in Israel, my recommendation is be on the ground. Zoom is great. Be on the ground is better. Uh, you need to be there to understand how that country ticks. So be there and find your way around. Do a three-day, four-day scouting visit, properly prepared so that you meet the right companies. For Israeli companies going to Germany, my advice is quite similar. Be on the ground. There is no way you can manage a relationship with a German company via Zoom from Tel Aviv. There needs to be a GmbH founded here or a salesperson on the ground. You need to be here. You need to show the German corporation that you mean business, that you're serious about it, and that you're not focusing on something else the next week and, and leave them alone with their needs and their questions. Yeah, and continuing the advice for Israeli startup, I would advise them to find local experts who can join in the team. We know that building a local network can take a long time and industry veterans can bring strong connection and uh, culture savviness and of course, uh, industry expertise. And for German companies looking to engage with the Israeli ecosystem, I suggest to come open-minded and ready for direct and honest conversation and making clear on uh, your needs and your capabilities and expectation. And this will uh, pave your way to a successful relationship with Israeli startup. Thank you very much for that. So my last question for this podcast would be, if I am visiting Israel on business or on holiday, what should I definitely not miss? All right. So if it's a business trip, no ties, not even a jacket. I think when I was there the first times, I was the only person within 100 square kilometers who <laughs> had a tie. I, I never made that mistake again. Don't, don't come over with a 100-page presentation or anything like that. Come over with an open mind and be ready to have 10 meetings a day 
and that's it. And everything else actually will will develop from that. If you come on vacation, I'm sure Tal is much more knowledgeable than me where to go and and where to hang out. I can just say for my numerous meetings and, and business trips to Tel Aviv, there's nothing that beats the, the beach in Tel Aviv in the evening. And obviously, I mean, Israel is just a great place to be if you find time. Besides your meetings, I'm sure you will come back again on, on a more non-business related uh, matter. Yeah, as Matthias uh, mentioned, I think Israel is a fantastic tourist uh, destination. And anyone who comes uh, for the first time usually wants to come again. On a short visit, I wouldn't miss a float on, at the Dead Sea and a guided tour of the, the old uh, city of Jerusalem and, of course, days uh, through a night out uh, of Tel Aviv. And uh, opposed to many other countries, all destinations in Israel are a short drive away to come and mix business and pleasure. So meet our innovation ecosystem and uh, visit our diverse country. Thank you very, very much, you both, for these exciting insights. Also, the travel uh, recommendations at the end of the podcast. I was very happy to talk with you about these country-specific advices you told us in this podcast and what particular challenges German corporations are facing in Israel. Thank you for taking your time talking with me in this podcast. Thanks Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. So, dear listeners, thank you very, very much for listening. I hope you were able to take away some helpful information from this episode. If you enjoyed our summer trip, please feel free to pass it on. We have very interesting episodes upcoming. And if you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to us. We link down below in the show notes our email so you can reach out to it. And um, yeah, send us your feedback. Have a nice day and hear you next time. Bye. Thank you.